Yes, sir. ALX official podcast. Here with here with the guy in the corner, Glenn. Glenn, how do you how do you what's your last name? I don't even know your last name. Geese. G I E S. Glenn Geese. Yeah. Glenn Geese, also known as the guy on the corner. People refer to you as that ever? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I referred to you as that a couple of times. I was like that guy on the corner. Yeah, under the E5 bridge at the University of Waterloo, handing out poems. And, and tracks. Yeah. Or little pamphlets, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so I just, yeah, I'm super grateful for that you're, that you're on this podcast with me today. Um, it's something I... It's good to be here. Yeah, 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 man. We've developed a really, really good relationship over the past couple of years. I think you were in second year, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think it was early second year. Early, early second year. Yeah. I'm in fourth year, um, yep. just for reference, mm-hmm. so, so a couple of years, you know, we've been getting to know each other and then just building our relationship, and I've been super, super grateful for it, man, it's, you know, um, it's one of those where, like, I was, like, if I if I were to have, like, just, like, one of those, like, off days, I, I knew you'd be, you know, on the corner for yeah. me just to kind of come by and just kind of, you know, engage in a good, you know, different conversation with someone for a sec and just get some get my thoughts out, get my, you know, um, just some, just a high level conversation, you know, that's how I always kind of looked at it. So I always kind of went to, went to that corner and went to you for that. So, so it's been, it's been, it's been crazy how we've, um, you know, developed, uh, the relationship from that point. So I just want to start off by saying thank you, you know, thank you. Well, I think uh, it's it's been kind of a I, th- I would call it a dynamic sort of connecting, you know. Yeah. And uh, pretty pretty dynamic. Almost any time we connect, we do get those chance. We we meet out there, and um, it's kind of spontaneous. Yeah. And yet we usually have some uh, parallel or some really interconnected things to share, and I think that's what makes uh, relating such an interesting or dynamic, you know, wonderful experience when you really can connect in a spontaneous way mm-hmm. not a lot of students i can do with that that with on a regular basis mm-hmm. when i see them out there maybe once in a while it happens but not as consistently as maybe what it has with you been yeah you know, yeah you know I mean? it has been pretty pretty consistent I, I would say so yeah 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 and then during that time you've been going through a lot of uh, changes in your own life yeah. and you're exploring you know you've been involved you're pursuing different things and uh, uh different uh, aspects of your life and and I mean, I think that's what relationships should be about, that we can connect on that basis, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Really share share the more personal side of you. Precisely. To someone. And, yeah. and the reciproc- reciprocate that back to you and kind of, you know, bond over that 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 communication, right? I, I think that's what it is about. It's about bonding mm-hmm. or, or just being able to uh, relate at that deeper human level. And I, I mean, it doesn't always happen. In fact, maybe it's kind of infrequent. And yet, um, it happens enough for me to kind of keep me um, pursuing the things that I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, for there. sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, you kind of, that was honestly one of the one of the questions to, to ask, that I really wanted to ask you is just, you know, for the students that haven't, you know, came up and talked to you, and, and it was really the first thing, the first thing I ever said to you, and it's, it's a little goofy, but I was like, man, what are you doing on this corner? Like, what are you up to? Like, what are you... What's your mission? What's your goal with with being out there every single day, rain or shine, right? Well, usually it's or at least four or sometimes five days a week. Um, yeah. Usually in the afternoon, sometimes a little bit earlier, but usually in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think that's a kind of a, it even came up today with a, 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 another student that um, is in his 4A term. And I've never met him before and had the same thing. What are you doing out here? Yeah, <laughs> so it does, yeah, it does yeah. come up pretty uh, regularly, that <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah. Um, so it was one student, he'd been there 10 years at the University of Waterloo, 10 years before he finally said, hey, what are you doing out here? Before he finally came up to yeah. you. Yeah, he did his bachelor's, his, his master's, and his P, he was finishing up his PhD. And he finally said, what are you doing out here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's interesting. Because for me, for me, it was just kind of like, I passed you so many times. I was walking by you so many times and just kind of looking at you interacting with someone or even not interacting with someone and you're just kind of standing there just you know you're but you're still like enjoying yourself and I think that that's one thing that I've, I've that we've we've connected over with and one thing you're really good at is just like that that presence that that feeling of the being present being mm -hmm. um in the moment right well I mean there's we lots were talking of, about that yesterday too we were we were yeah there's lots of times when it, it gets, when I'm not maybe interacting for extended periods of the afternoon or that, that it gets, um, it feels like there's a deadness setting in, <laughs> to say the least, you know, it gets kind of, but I mean, there are things that I'm taking in, like even yesterday, there were just some really neat things happening in the sky and, and, and uh, you know, with the, the, the birds on the, on the rocks across from me and just right, different things right. that really kind of keep my mind active because sometimes it can get sort of dull and, and feeling like the, it, you know, feeling like nothing much is happening because much, nothing much is happening until yeah, somebody yeah. Really does come along. Yeah. I guess that's how it is in life. I mean, look, we need we need our quiet time. We need our time. As, as you were sharing even before, we need our time to reflect on our lives yeah. and, and maybe hear something that we haven't been hearing before. So it, that doesn't always happen uh just necessarily in in, uh, in interactions but it, it, it happens we need those quiet times too for sure so mm -hmm. i get lots of time out there to reflect and yeah uh, to yeah, write jot sure. things down i see mm -hmm. i see you get yeah that's interesting that's interesting you, you you notice things like you notice things like you have like unique you notice unique things in like the sky or like what was the what was that one i didn't i, I didn't even look it up on google you, you mentioned it to me yesterday it was like the one kind of array that certain array that kind of pops up in the sky every there so was often. Uh, there was like an arc yeah the sun was getting low it was kind of partially behind some clouds and then there was this arc across like like a rainbow the shape of a rainbow yeah it, it had some color in it but not as unique not as bright and vibrant as a rainbow not at all and uh, I watched it for some time. I showed it to a few people. Um, there, it's called, there's two things. It was, if the sun had been up higher, it would, be, it would be called a sun halo. It would have been totally around the sun. But the sun was low then, so there's only this arc, and they call them sun dogs. Sun dog. People should look those sun dogs up on the Google, internet. I'm Google, sun, Google dog. sun dogs. I'll tell you, there's a <laughs> vast array of them. Yeah. And this was just one. And so it's the sun going through ice crystals. Yeah. The sunlight going through ice crystals. If it was, if it was through rain, uh, on the other, if if the if the sun, if the clouds and rain had been into the in the east and the sun was down going down in the west, it would have shown up as a rainbow on the other side. But this is uh, like what they call sun dog. Look look them up. They're really mar they're really something yeah, to see. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, need to. One of the wonders of nature, I think. There's many wonders of nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um, 
I'm 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 down to take the take the conversation wherever you want to take it. You have some you have some stuff written down. You you've been reflecting today. So, I have been. I have so been. So like whatever whatever you might want to bring up. Well, you know, uh, Alex, you said something interesting to me before that kind of even uh, got me thinking, and that is when you were talking about your your own family. Yeah. And their willingness to let you kind of do what you you do yep. and and explore things and not be um, f- uh, pushing you in one direction or another just allowing you to kind of um, find life you yeah. know, for yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you've gone through some things that maybe they would have wondered about. Who knows? Yeah, for but, sure they have. For sure they have. But they have not tried to limit you or hold you back yeah. or tell you this is the wrong thing. So it's, it's kind of, to me, in what you've described of your family, it sounds like a, a climate of love, you know, a climate of love for the most part, right? Yeah. You maybe wouldn't have seen that when you were younger, Mm-hmm. But as you get a bit older, we see those things, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I mean, when we have that kind of an experience, it really um, it enables us to when when love is kind of the enabling thing in life. And when you recognize it, and you value it, and you and you really appreciate it, and and it allows you to really. Uh, you know, live a life that you're not feeling pressured or forced. Mm-hmm. And so that at, that at that level, it's such a vital thing. And, and for me, you know, I had, a, I had a, an experience 37 years ago that I guess what I would call, from a Christian point of view, my, um, my conversion experience. Right. And it was an awakening. Yeah, yeah and, you talk a lot about awakenings. And 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 um, it, it really was a, a coming to an awareness of myself and my predicament in life. And at that point, my marriage was breaking up, um, and I was kind of thinking, "Well, I'm pretty happy about that. I'm going to go on with this life, and this I'll leave this behind me." And then I got a real awakening, a rude one, you might say, or a painful one, very painful, that it wasn't my partner's uh, my partner's uh, problem; it was my problem and my unwillingness to value her. That's part of what that whole experience that you're talking about, your parents value you enough to let you explore your own life. Yeah. So valuing, it doesn't mean we can never warn somebody, we should never warn someone about some direction they're taking. I'm not saying that love can operate on that level too, right? A warning, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, this is not good stuff you're doing or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that's part of love too, but it's when you're really feeling accepted and valued that it really makes life a lot better than when, when you come from, than people who come from a background where they've really never known that or have, yeah. have had a pretty yeah. shaky experience of it, yeah. if, if, at, yeah. if at all. Yeah. So, so my experience of my conversion kind of brought me into in a new sense of, um, of what love was about, and it was that I had really not been loving my partner. I really... Wow, I took her for granted. Yeah, how old? How old were you? I was about. I was just. I was heading into my thirty-six uh, birth. You know, within a few months, would have been thirty-six. So interesting. So that's thirty-seven years ago. Yeah. Don't all that all up now. You'll find out my age. <laughs> you know, I didn't know your age. I've never known your age. <laughs> so I think it was. Uh, I knew about it. I knew about it intellectually, but I didn't know it from the uh, point of view of, from the experience of the heart. You know, the inner the inner being. And I didn't know that. I only had an intellectual sort of understanding of what love was. Yeah. And I was a practicing social wow, worker. I was a practicing incredible. social worker at that time. So I was working in a psychiatric facility. Yeah. I, I used to see a lot. I used to see men in my situation who f- came to, when their marriages broke up, 
they were devastated and they had they realized they had really missed it with their companion they right, really missed right. it you mi- they missed their shot they did yeah they missed that their feeling, shot that feeling of regret right yeah and there was no turning back their partners had moved on they were not going to go back into something that was going to be unpredictable jeez hey and i, I thought about that even earlier today if you want to ask me why I've continued to try to live out the life I have yeah. from a Christian perspective, obviously, yeah. Yeah. it's because I got I, f- I feel we have one shot at getting it right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? One sh- and I was that's a word I was thinking of, even the one you use. One shot at, at um, for me it has to do with attaining to eternal life, a life that goes beyond this present life. Yeah, we have one shot at it. And I want to try to to really attain to that and get to that place where uh, it really is my reality. You know, we were talking the other day, I think, about um, uh, that whole aspect of um, presence and being in the present. And we uh, were joke we were joking between the between being present and being present. That's right. Right. That's right. So let's let's distinguish the two real quick. Well, presence to me is a, is a feeling of uh, or an experience of something or someone larger than myself, something, someone there that's not par- physically there. Yeah. And some, some writers have written about that too. Some just talk about it as an experience of, a real experience of joy or fullness or peace, you know, a sudden experience. But I, I experience it as presence. Yeah. So my, my understanding of it, it's, 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 a, it's the reality of God in, my, in, the, in, the, in the universe, not just the universe itself. But we can be pr- being present means yeah we're really there in that situation yeah. we're really yeah. we're really taking it in we're not yeah. just uh, we're not just kind of distracted by. Do you have any tips to be more present? Do you have any like things that you've observed any patterns that you might have kind of come up across come up on that have allowed you to be more present? Well, I think I have to go back. I'm going to I'm going to play around with that word again. I think it's presence that reveals right, it. Right. It reveals it. It opens me to it. It's presence yeah. that it reveals it to me. And so it's always ah. it's always a joy when it when it comes, right? Yeah. Well, usually it's a joy. Sometimes it might be a recognition sure. of something I got to do differently. Like you were, you know, reflecting on your own life uh, yeah. the other night. Um, so it's really an experience of of something that really is meant. To, you're meant to see. You're meant to see it. It's not just a haphazard fluke thing. You're meant to see something. Mm-hmm. And uh, the universe, God, what have you, wants you to see that in that moment. Well, I, I definitely see it as a personal God, and uh, yeah. yeah, and so I think I think yeah. It, yeah, you're really being open to something that you need to see, and mm-hmm. so I think I think it's. I guess over the years I've I take notice of things, so that kind of helps me with that whole reality. Mm-hmm. But I can be kind of in a dull state, not taking much in too, just as much as anyone else can. Yeah, of, yeah. Until something really opens me up again, and kind of you know, it's kind of like another awakening, you yeah, might say, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I may it might sound like it's just sort of um, something that's kind of a it, almost sometimes it seems elusive. But I've had enough experiences of it that I don't want to. I don't want to ignore it when it. Ha- it's like when I had that experience with my when my marriage was breaking up, and that I I I could have moved on, and just said, oh well, I've just had a, a sudden jolt here that really unsettled me and made me realize things. But I'm really thankful I didn't. <laughs> right. That I took it in. Now that was a a very 
painful experience. Yeah. Some of these other experiences we're talking about are, are very joyful and full of wonder, and and, yeah. and then and that's something we, I think a lot of people don't recognize those those realities, because we're so distracted. Yeah. We're so caught up in the everyday uh, things that were that were either uh, the things we were pursuing and rushing from here to there, or just mm-hmm. distracted in general. And, and we were just talking before about how distraction takes you away sometimes from those yeah. awarenesses, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. people often pursue uh, distractions to try to keep going on when there's maybe something really missing in their lives, so they'll just distract themselves to have something anyway. Yeah, they use it as a as a way of a way a way out from from actually dialing in dialing into themselves. I and, did that for decades, man. That they, I did they it for decades. Address, even really. though I enjoyed life and I enjoyed lots of stuff. It's not that I didn't yeah. I even would say I enjoyed my marriage. Um, I can't say that I didn't uh, many times, but I was really missing something more important. Yeah. And I mean, I would never, when I was your age in university, University of Waterloo, by the way, I would never have really thought in terms of, my parents were pretty good. They didn't really try to push me any which way. Uh, at, you know, they kind of let me do my, my own thing until I, I, I missed my second year. And then my dad said, you better get the next one. <laughs> I failed my second year, oh, okay. but it wasn't like a heavy-handed thing. He just yeah, said, "Look, yeah, if you wanna, yeah. if you wanna still keep, if you wanna keep living here with us, you gotta, you gotta make sure you get this next year." Mm-hmm. And, and so I switched courses at that point. So, but I would never have thought of my parents. I would never, I would have taken for granted my parents' um, uh, provisions for me. I would have taken it for granted. I, I knew them as parents. Uh, I can't say I really experienced a deep sense of love for them, you know? I just didn't. I just didn't at that yeah. age. I missed it because I didn't know yet. That's one thing we've talked about is, is telling your loved ones you love them in that moment you, before that moment's gone. You got and, it. And really can happen. thinking about it, That's right? precisely it, man. Mm-hmm. Precisely it. My mom and I went on her last her last night of life. We had her. We kept her. She was going through a, a major decline, and we kept her in our in our house. But I think that was the first time I really had the kind of conversation with her that I I, I would tell her that I loved her along the way. But I really said, Mom, there's something waiting. She she wanted to she wanted to go somewhere. She was really her her her, her health was really failing. I knew it wasn't mm-hmm. going to get through that night. And I says, Well, where do you want to go? And she says, Anywhere. And then I started talking to her. I said, look at mom, we've got a home awaiting us. But you have, to, you have to be willing to go through the door that I believe you know, you, you meant to go through, mom. I think it's time you kind of really think about it. Mm-hmm. And she did. She said, I, I said, don't you think this is the time to really accept that door that's opening for you? That, that, and then for me, it was that door of Christ mm-hmm. opening that door or having that door. And mm-hmm. I, it was like a door open for me to have that conversation. And I could have missed it. Yeah, It could have yeah. been just another night where, where yeah. I would have gone into my own room and missed it altogether. And I had a chance. And um, that was the night she passed away. You know, not, wow. not too many hours after that. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, it really, it was still really sad to, to see, but she was, you know, she, she hadn't been eating for several days, which was part of her decline. And, uh, I knew that she wasn't going to last, but yeah, so a door open. And I guess that's part of even what we're talking about is a door opening yeah. in our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you had one of those times last night, a door opened mm-hmm. for you. And I see that with a lot of people, a door opens, but sometimes they miss it. They don't see it in the largest. They just think about, oh, well, I got this they're job. Dis- they're distracted. Yeah. They don't see it. They, they might be happy that something happened uh, or recognize it, but 
they don't recognize that there's something bigger going on because it usually has to do with showing them a way that's more uh, it's about the, the way their life it's being appreciative remember we were talking about that uh, student last night mm-hmm. uh, we were talking with that student last night who was talking yeah. about giving yeah and yeah. Uh, I think we're given these moments to be truth we're given it yeah we are and, and those moments are really meant to be valued on yeah, that basis. You gotta execute on those moments. You gotta execute in the moment. And don't forget it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's, it's because cause missing the moment can lead to just an overwhelming sense of regret and anxiety dependent, you know, at scale of how large that moment is. I had, I had t- probably 10 years of missing the moment that I had some earlier moments that could have brought me into my, my experience of, uh, of Jesus Christ, and, and I missed them. I could have seen them, man. When I say could have. Man, I've, had, I've, had, I've definitely had a few of those, those, those yeah. moments that have, have been so obvious to me that, like, there's a God, you know, there's a universe working with me, you know? So yep. I, and, and yep. And listen, I, yeah. Listen, I, I, you know, when I was when I came to university, I threw away any notion of there being a creator God. I threw away any really? notion that there was a any kind of absolute truth. I just thought I'm going to live my life the way I'm on to live it. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy what I enjoy. I have, but the other thing about I think this experience that I've you know shared with my the Christian experience. If if I'm right in terms of what I experienced. It's not just about an enjoyment, but it's about responsibility to that, to that, to those moments, to that reality behind those moments. It's a responsibility to live our lives on a different level, in terms of our own uh, goals and ambitions, if if I can put it in that in those terms, or even in terms of our relationships with other people. I mean, it really is meant to really give us a truer sense of of uh, how. Uh, we're meant to relate in ways that aren't um, condemning other people or, or putting them down or judging them. Yeah. I mean, I st- I'm not saying I never fall into that, but it gives us an opportunity to not live on that level, you know? And we do that. We, we write people off very yeah, quickly. Yeah, we do. Our soul, our, our soul in such a, a superficial way, really, you know? Yeah. I, I had this kind of powerful experience two weeks ago. I was downtown Kitchener, there's a building there at the corner of King and, and Water Street. Uh, it used to be an old Eaton's uh, uh, store. Got a bunch of different offices and that in it. So I was driving by, and there was kind of a, a doorway there, a fairly wide doorway. And, um, and there was a young woman sitting there on a mat, and, sh- and she had her cart, her, her, you know, her grocery cart full of all her belongings in it. So she was living on the streets. But I thought it was someone else for a minute that I also knew had been living on the streets. So I drove around again, and I realized it wasn't this other person I had talked to on quite a few occasions. So I stopped, and, and she wasn't looking ahead. She was looking to the side, and it was this oh, amazing profile. Uh, she was just really, it was a look of kind of anguish, a look of lostness, probably some significant mental health issues. I'm not saying that isn't what was behind it. But she was just really a, a look of despair. Uh, so I got out. Not, listen, I'm not going to boast about this. I went and gave her some money. Just gave her some money. And I was really surprised. She said, thank you. <laughs> I thought she was... I, I kind of didn't expect a response necessarily. Really? Yeah. 
I thought she was so so inside her head that she wouldn't have even known how to do that. Yeah. But it was it was something about her. It was kind of look. I think it was kind of like what the world is like for in a lot of ways where people they're just living a life of despair and anguish and hopelessness, you know, and, yeah. and uh, yeah. or or lamenting things or grieving loss. It, it could be a lot of things. And uh, and that's really what it spoke to me about and. It's part of what I've been thinking about too lately, uh, Alex, is and we need a deeper sense of compassion, you know, for uh, yeah, people do. who are we really, do. really uh, living on in, in, in dire situations or living on the edge of, you know, really dropping off yeah. totally. And yeah. uh, if we miss that deeper compassion, and I think we're, uh, we're going to be living much more self-centered lives, so, you know, and, and self, yeah, self-centered rather than other-centered. <laughs> So you got to have something that really, not just someone who's going to fulfill you, but someone that you might, it's someone just who is in need of something beyond, um, uh, you know, that they need. Now, that doesn't mean you can force it on people, but you, you have to be open to that as well. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks, last week I had, I had two individuals came along and both of them were in tears when, you know, when we were talking. One about the loss of a, a, compa- of a, 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 another, a student in his course who passed away. Another person who was just lamenting a relationship that he's in that's really difficult for him. I think there's a lot of people out there, I mean, that are hurting. Yeah. Insignificantly. Yeah. 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 No, I think uh, I think a major contributor to that is the self-centered life. It is. Yeah. For sure, because when it's all, and like I, I admittedly live a very self-centered life. Hey, listen. You know? I'll tell you, it's a daily struggle because it's always there. It's always something we've got to deal with. Yeah. I, I don't care how much we've come to see a faith in something much bigger or much more uh, that is supposed to be based on, on real uh, giving love, but I think we have to battle that all the time. Self-centeredness, you know? Yeah. Because that's where... It doesn't mean, again, that we shouldn't get have some times to ourselves where we're reflecting on things. That's for not sure, it. For sure, for sure. But it's that, a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the, in those moments where you where you are reflecting and and you you're having those moments, you're that's, that's yeah, that's when you really get those those unlocks, recognitions, you know? right? Yeah, <laughs> the awakenings. Well, yeah, if you if you really if you're really listening carefully, you'll yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So listening is part of it. Listening is just. I mean, there's a lot of garbage that goes into our heads every day too. You know. And, uh, but we got to really, um, got to be aware that there's something moving, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt this world is in a lot of difficulty today, these days. There's a lot of angst in the system. And unrest, everything's kind of shifting and unstable and, and at every level. So this, this one professor just went by me before, you know, before I, 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 uh, left where I was standing today mm-hmm. and, uh, he talked about it as, uh, he says it's uh, what, uh, trust busting times. Trust busting times. Really, <laughs> which is a good term. So what it trust means busting. is, yeah, he says at every level, the global, the the local, or, or the or in our own countries, or in terms of uh, uh, at, at the family level, or or even our own, um, just our own uh, trusting of our own life, uh, our own life, our, our perspectives. Everything's shifting and changing. It's a really, uh, I think, it, I mean, I lived through the 60s. I was a young adult in the 60s. Lots was going on then, and it was really different. Those were change. Those was a time of real significant changes, you know. But now, I think there's something more. I, I mean, I don't want to 
just be um, trying to uh, uh, say some really um, scary stuff, but I think there's something a little ominous about it. Things are really ominous yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, I see that. And and so I think we're really meant to see that. Who can we trust? <laughs> yeah, there's so much. There's so much angst, and <laughs> like I'll go back to it. There's so much angst in the system. Is there ever at every level? Yeah. And and so that that whole thing is just call, it causes like just behaviors that we that that, that are suboptimal, suboptimal behaviors. Yeah. Because we're trying to, you know, people are, you know, am I going to get, what am I going, what job am I going to get after this, this program? Uh, am I going to be able to afford a home? For sure, um, for can sure. I, uh, will I be able to afford having a family? For sure. Uh, what if this goes wrong and I get, you know, there's so many things that we, that we're bombarded with. And then you know, I think part of that trust busting thing has to do with the leaders of our country, the people that are in control, uh, the, the forces that are in control, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they just kind of. Are they trustworthy? Can you really trust them to bring us through these times? Or, or, or are the times just too, too big for them to even be able to know how to handle it, you know? And I, I don't want to just condemn people in leadership positions. No, of course not. Of course not. Because there's people that are, you know, very much making a, a strong effort to do it in, in, a, in a right way, exactly. right? With good intention. But, but I think know. there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of corruption yeah, there's uh, a lot of and, and there's a lot sure. of people in power for the wrong reasons, you know. Definitely. Or, or being in power is a really. Here, let me let me talk about that briefly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was reading uh, one of the scripture verses recently, and um, it really hit me in a new way. It really hit me in a new way. So it was in uh, it's it's in the it's in several of the uh, the New Testament uh, uh, books, um, uh, what we call books, or, or and it's mentioned several times with Jesus. Uh, sees this young child. His disciples are arguing who's who's the greatest among who's the be- who's the greatest of us. His disciples, his followers, yeah. they're arguing about who's the be- who's the one that's going to really win the top marks. Okay. Yeah. So that's they're they got a big I see, problem. I see. They got I see. a big big problem. Yeah. Because that's precisely totally opposite to what Jesus has been trying to teach them, right? Yeah. So they're concerned with their own position. Yeah. Self-centered. Yeah. So what did Jesus do? There's a little child there. He brings that little child up to him and brings him into the midst, into the into his into the midst of his disciples. And he says, "This is the per- this is the one you have to recognize. This is the one. This is how you have to be." In other words, like a little child who has no has no uh, has no intentions or motivations for power or control right, or prestige right, right a child is a child yeah so i got thinking what is that all about and then i got thinking well it's, it's a bit about who jesus was and is the child reflects kind of a an innocence okay right no 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 for sure for sure it is an innocence an and, innocence. and that innocence Obviously, a child is a child. A child doesn't know a lot. Yeah. But that innocent points to something. I think when the Bible talks about love, God's love, it's, it, it is about something that is, is, is innocent. It doesn't have anything to do with, um, uh, with trying to control or dominate other people. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a willingness to put yourself at a level of a servant. <laughs> Right. You understand? That's kind of the key. You're a servant. 
you're not just there to to really ex exercise control or power over the right, other person. Right, right, right. And that's right. what that I think that's what that that innocent right. love is really that innocence of love is that it doesn't consider itself somebody superior. And so that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples. This child reflects something. You guys better get it right, because <laughs> you're not out. You're not out here to, to 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 determine who's the best of you all. Right. Who's at the top of the heap? That he said. Then he went. So on so head. so it's it's like it's like we're not we're not out here to to achieve some sort of power. That is the key to me. Right. Power and and dominance. Yeah. Because it. Which all, I, which which which. I would argue a lot of people are kind of in that rat rat race for some sort of power, dominance, you know, kind of this this glory, you know, whatever that may look like to them. Well, I think part of what the issue of two of a, of that is that it it, be, it becomes kind of a a manipulative thing. You manipulate people rather than absolutely, and that's where we even talked about earlier when we have you know you have these a loving family. Or you know you're in a you're in some kind of a circumstance of love. You're not being manipulated. You're being shown stuff, and it might even be painful stuff. Yeah. You're being shown, but it's not being manipulated, and it's not um, you know it's not something where you take advantage of other people because of your your position. You're shown that that's uh, totally contrary to the way we're meant to live. I think that climate of love, uh, you know, that circle of love that we experience sometimes is. Is, uh, is always meant to show us that you don't have to manipulate anybody. You don't have to control anybody. You just have to try to like be there with that person in that moment and, and not mm -hmm. try to determine things from. Yeah, obviously I hand out my writings. I want people to be convinced. I want, I want them to, to recognize or, or at least be willing to consider the message I have, you know? No, for sure. And because, I mean, and it's a powerful message, right? And, and, the, and your intention. I talk a lot, like, I have this big kind of, one of my, I guess, pillars, I would say, is, like, my intention. I'm constantly trying to check my intention. Is my intention in the right spot with whatever I'm doing? If with if it's something with ALX shoots and I'm putting, if I'm putting out a piece of content, you know, is my intention good? Especially if it's me and I'm and I'm saying something in the piece of content, right? Right. Am I doing this selfishly or am I doing this because I'm trying to offer some sort of value? Right? So so you're standing on that, you're standing handing out poems because you're trying to offer a piece of value. You're trying to offer value, you're trying to, you know, deliver a message that you're hoping will will resonate with people and you're hoping that it will actually you know, unlock new kind of break down some sort of barrier that they might have, right? You're trying to you're trying to provide value. Well, I think I think it's uh, it's provoke. I want to provoke people in the sense when I say provoke, I don't mean in a, in a nasty way, but in yeah, a, yeah, but in the way of just to think about some stuff maybe they haven't thought about before, or if they're people that are struggling with their even though they've already come to this position of faith, you know, just try to encourage them and uh, listen. I think one of the biggest problems in the world is 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 it has been religion. Religion has often used coercion or force to um, to to maintain its position or to extend it. But that's not the message of of the New Testament. It's not about coercion, persuasion. That's one thing, but not about coercion or, or power or dominance. And. Uh, yeah, we can we can show them things, but I'll never be able to talk someone into into becoming you know a follower of Jesus, and and I, you can never do that. 
but you might show them something that speaks to them at the mo- at the moment of their lives, or that they, they they eventually will reflect upon a little bit, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think some obviously sometimes it's just more the kind of person we are than even the words we give to them, you know, just the person we are with them. But I don't want for I don't sure want to, I don't for want sure to, actually actually. I'm gonna hold on to that thought because I know the camera. The camera dies out like every like 25 minutes. Oh, does it? Okay. So I just kind of keep the audio going, but yeah, um, yeah. That was a good. That was a good moment. I have. I have a great thing I want to say. So you you just mentioned um, it's less about the the words that we say and more about the the person we are, right? With that person, with with whoever we're communicating with kind of idea well i think that's a i mean i think we should never think that we can uh, just give them the, the yeah. right words right 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 so so for sure that's kind of you know what's what's happened with with you and i because like our connection has been for me has been less of the the writings that you've given me it's been way more about like the the conversations we have yes and, exactly and me knowing that that like me just knowing that you'll be there in certain moments and that like I can go to you and I can engage in that that next level kind of kind of conversation and be able to open up to someone that's a better way of putting it is like just being able to open up um, well it is to someone right yeah for sure yeah for sure I kind of I kind of I kind of look to you as like a bit of a teacher but also like also there's never really any like moments really like that where where you're like teaching me anything right it's more just like you're just you're just making me aware of information and that's and that's yeah where that 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 approach that approach is a lot is is genuine that approach i think is like is right you know that that just kind of making people aware of that information whatever it may be and and then letting them do as they want with it. Well, you know, I mean, I don't want to take a lot of credit for, if any credit for that. All that I want to say Interesting. is interesting. Interesting. No, I don't because I know you don't because there was a time. There was a time when, as a social worker, I, mean, I really enjoyed connecting to people, and uh, and, and so as, even as a social worker and 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 working in you know with people with issues in their lives, I mean. I, I kind of would enter into those those experiences with people. I know I did. The and, and like the teaching experience, right? Yeah, you got it. Got you. Got you. It, was, it got wasn't you. just me trying to fix somebody. It was no, for to, sure. Trying to for sure. Them. But you know, I don't. I don't want to take any credit because I think those doors only open up as God allows right. them to open up. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm sure I wow, put myself. Yeah. I put myself out there. I agree. I do that. Yeah, but yeah, but you never, you never really are a, a, a kind of teacher. It never really is that that energy. Well, I mean, I, I guess what it, sometimes I can get in, I can get into some disputes with people. I have on okay, and it's not that I haven't disputes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which maybe get. Well, I know that more than I me. Mean, we all do. We all do. Yeah. Right? I, I want to prove my point, and yeah, that, yeah. that's totally the wrong way to be. Man, you know? man, you want to hear it? So, so. A big realization I had, honestly, it wasn't it wasn't last night. It was the night before. Is that like I'm never gonna try to prove my point to someone. <laughs> it take it it will always take away more energy than than it gives you. It's truly a really really bad place to be. Yeah, and yeah. Um, 
When I say really bad, what I mean is I think it's something we can fall into, but it's kind of a, it's an argumentative us to prove my point. Yeah. And, uh, and you better listen to me because I'm going to give you the final point. <laughs> right? You better take it in. You know, that attitude. Yeah. Self-centered. Well, it is. Right? Oh, man, man. That's, it's, it's all coming back. It's, I had, it I had all two, comes back. I had two dreams some months ago <laughs> uh, with Donald Trump in it. Okay? Donald Trump. Yeah. And we were having this conversation. I think I was trying to correct him. So I just kind of was wondering what those <laughs> dreams were about, you yeah, know, too. I yeah. mean, it was like face, like you and I, face yeah, to face. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't like I was really, really giving it to him, but I was. I think I was trying to influence him. And the second time, I can't, I can't even remember the details as clearly as I'd like to. And then I realized, I got, a, and I got into a real argumentative situation with two other individuals on different occasions, but, you know, spread apart by seven, eight, ten months who would say that have the same faith as I have. Yeah. And our argument was about Donald Trump. <laughs> and they were telling me how they really supported him. And I got really annoyed. And I was going to really get them yeah. a jaw full, yeah. eh? Yeah. And then I got thinking, this, and then these dreams. And then I got started seeing some other things. And I thought, wow, I was really trying to hammer them into my position. And I thought, that's what Trump does. Wow. That's, that, that's a part of me. That's a part of, that's, wow. that's something in me that can take over. If, I, if, I don't, if I'm not aware of it and head it off, it'll, it'll take control of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really making the other person the ultimate enemy. And yeah. uh, rather than seeing that, that's an aspect I have to deal with in my own life. Now, I'm not, you know, and, and so, I mean, I'm not trying to support Donald Trump and his decision-making, but what I'm saying is we all have that part of ourselves that can really flare up if we're not really conscious and aware of it, you know? A hundred percent. It's a condemnation of that. How can you, e I was thinking to these two guys, how can you even begin to trust or, 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 promote or, or support Donald Trump? So I was being absolutely... Uh, ridiculous for those two guys you know even though i think their position was wrong i didn't have i didn't have to, i'm not meant to really put them down like that or discredit them discredit yeah, them. yeah i could try to i could try to discuss it in a way that was you know kind of maybe point some things out but that's that's totally different than just discrediting them yeah you know what I mean? yeah yeah yeah, hundred percent it is it is a hundred percent i know i know i got in like a little bit of a an argument the other night and like i just like it, it, I just felt drained. I just felt so drained after, and like I was on such like I've I've been on, I've been in a really really good kind of like positive state, you know, ever since I became that that student. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The the draining. I think it's kind of uh, we could call it a depleting of ener positive energy. I suppose we could call it that. Even just, it's just, it's just, it's just putting out your energy. Like the way I see it, is just putting out your energy to somewhere that it doesn't need to go. And, and so I, I see it as kind it. of a realization, though, a realization of how we can really miss it all together, you know. And yeah. that realization is, could I use the word sobering? You know, it brings you. It, you know what it does, Elks? Yeah. I think it's what. Jesus was always teaching, even that lesson, even that thing I was talking about with uh, the, the little child. He was always showing his disciples and showing us the importance of humility. 
Wow. And, and when we get in those states, we are anything but humble, right? Yeah. We are arrogant, proud people thinking yeah. we're going to really yeah. put it to this other person. You know, humility actually is a great, a great like superpower. Well, that's what that little child is about. That little yeah. child is a, is a humble kid. Yeah. And, and he says, in fact, Jesus on another occasion said, you must humble yourself and be like this little child. Yeah. Humble yourself. For sure. So you go to, you go to, we see children and we think, oh, boy, we can really teach these children something. Yeah. But they have something to teach us a lot more often. Yeah, yeah, they do, right? They do. <laughs> That's amazing. That, yeah, I find, I find, like, I actually am, like, really, I can get myself in a really, really happy kind of state if I'm just, like, if I do have humility. And it's, like, it's, like, you just, it's just, like, you know where a lot of my anxiety comes from? It just comes from making mistakes making mistakes and and i get a lot of i get i've never i've never really said this but like a lot of my anxiety does kind of root from from just like social interactions i'm great socially like great sometimes (laughs) i I like that sometimes sometimes yeah yeah. Yeah. that's that's the that's that's the that's that's right. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the... Sometimes it's kind of like you really are... I think, again, it's like we get gifted sometimes to really, to really, yeah. you know, get it right, eh? Right. We're gifted. Right. It's a, like a gift you get and it comes upon you. Other times we're kind of... I mean, listen, there's lots of times out there or even in, with people in general. I, I mean, I, I think my, I'm in a fog. My brain's in a fog. I can't seem to articulate anything decent. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's just it comes back down to that that self-centeredness when it i'm does, self, when does. i'm self-centered i am terribly i'm terrible socially and i'll i'll regret those moments when i walk away we're meant to we're meant to because that, that regret is not necessarily just a, a, a something to crush us but it's meant to bring us to a, an awareness you know so re- regretting or recognizing those things isn't just meant to be a a, a despairing moment you know for I'm, sure but they're, some people can get caught in that they're totally too. yeah i could see that i could see that they're totally there for you just to learn and grow from and become a you know just to build that that voice inside your head into something more and more positive each time right yeah and to humble us and to realize yeah. that we aren't as great as we would like yeah. to often think we are make it just make you realize you're a little goofy sometimes we're all a little goofy sometimes you i know? did something last week i mean I, I i had to get some repairs done on well i had to have my snow tires put on a couple of weeks ago and and then I, for some reason I, I don't know i i don't know I, I i bought some things i didn't need to get uh, for the for the wheels you know i had and i thought and later i thought that was totally unnecessary to buy those things. There was no reason for me. So I really lamented about it. It was just a waste of money. And not that I you know, I'm cherish money so much, but it was a waste that I could have used for some people I meet along the way. And it was totally based on just an appearance that I didn't even really care about, to yeah. come think about it. Yeah. So keeping appearances and, and getting caught up with the whole world of fashion and glamour and and uh, having to have the right looks, yeah. man, that's another big, big uh, sure. superficial aspect yeah, of yeah. modern living. We're, we're self-conscious. Yeah, we're a lot. We're self-conscious out here, and we're trying to put makeup over it. So identity is what our lives are. You know, what is our identity? Yeah, talk about identity. How? What, what, I'll tell you what. My identity is how I think about myself when I'm when I'm alone. It's where that's where it has to be interesting that's really where it has to be it has to be mm-hmm. at that time do you think and do you think some people will get wrapped up into 
their identity being how other people are perceiving them? Oh, unquestionably. Interesting. I mean, I, oh yeah, I definitely, I, I think that's probably a major thing amongst many of us. We want a great, ex when Jesus confronted the religious people of his time, it was about them maintaining their appearances of superiority or of their, their authority, but they always had, and this maybe is a little different than your spot, but they always were doing that on the basis of, of putting other people down and, 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 and uh, looking down on other people. But the same, th the same thing when we're trying to um, please other people with our appearances, that's, that's really the we, 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 we're meant to we're meant to have other people respect us for the person we are, not for our appearances. And so much of our modern life, and it's been through throughout history anyway, not just but no, I really got tied up in that with with ALX shoots. I really did. Well, we do. I really, it's just, and, and it was, it was to such a bigger degree too, because like I was putting it out, I was putting my appearance out a little bit, and it was just like I was, it was just like where all my, my thoughts were just like really like gravitating towards this, certain area, right? It's called an image. Yeah. There's a difference yeah. between image and identity, right? For sure. Image and identity are two different things. Yeah. Like, like even in terms of say some of your the work that you've been doing with uh some of the um you know some of these uh, uh singers and that and, and the that, rappers the rappers it's about image it's, oh it's all about image and the image it's gets all into image. all kinds of really perverse stuff right yeah mostly it does yeah and i think it's such a so what what is image about for younger a lot of us well image is about appealing to people in a certain way that they will really whoa this person's really got it right right and it's usually how, to how toxic is that and it's usually about sexuality not always it's usually about that yeah i would think a lot of times it is okay. about proving our our or our um attractiveness right our attractiveness okay okay and i think I, see that, that. I think i think that can happen at every it does happen at every level um at every level at every age so I think it has to do with that to some extent, not all, only that, but it definitely it's an image thing, and an image thing is very, it's kind of a superficial thing. It's keeping up appearances, and sometimes when we do that, we never let the other person really know where we're at, you know, because we can't afford to let them know that we're vulnerable, and right. that we are hurting people. Vulnerability. And hurting, and, yeah. and, and we're not really what people would think we are. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that there's more to us than that. And I mean, truly, it's not just meant to be at the at the horizontal level, but it's also at the vertical level. Can we let, can we let that God know how much we really need Him, not to improve our image, but to have a, an identity that's really based on humility and love, um, and and not controlling or dominating people. But it's our identity is based on what He has shown us and what He reveals to us and what Christ did for us, and um, it's that giving sacrificial love. And I mean, that's a day by day again thing. You got to work it out every day, every situation we're in. Alex, I don't think there's a time that a day that we we can just automatically say, "Well, I'm going to go out there and do that today." Well, there we're getting into the pride thing right away, right? <laughs> right? Right. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to just be that that same person today as I was yesterday. I'm just going to really really prove this thing. But no, it's not about us proving our identity, even yeah. or our image, even especially not our image. Yeah, we've talked a lot about. Um hyping up a certain moment yes there's you know? a t that's the times we're living in mm -hmm. hyper hype hyping up everything is hyped yeah 
you watch anything <laughs> the sports <laughs> events I, I, don't, I try to stay away from it totally but the, they're so hyped yeah they got the, the sports commentators are more important than the players almost you know you know what yeah. I mean everything's yeah. got to be hyped yeah this is the best game ever this is the greatest play ever but so many events are like that you know, uh, whether it, I mean, people, even the, you know, the whole uh, celebration of Christmas, everything gets hyped, hyped, hyped. And I think that is definitely part of the times we're living in, Alex. Yeah. More so than ever. And, 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 the, and the media does, I mean, let's face it, that's what the media does. Uh, you know, the, the, so much of the media is about that. And you get tied up in, into like this thinking that this one accomplishment is going to bring a next kind of level of joy to you right you kind of you kind of hype up for, like for me my relationship to this and, and what i what i brought forward to you that one day on the on the corner was i was like i was i was working so hard towards this like one thing right yep. putting all my energy into this one thing Precisely. and then when it was over i was just like i was i was hoping for some sort of feeling like some you know some sort of something right and i didn't ha- i didn't get anything and that, i was just kind of i was just kind of left you know a little empty little, yeah a little beat up you know a little empty empty is a good word empty i think word. it is because just i think empty, that's what, just think, empty yeah because when we have false expectations like that and we kind of have this this thing that we just think is going to be the you know just you know that it just doesn't it can't it can't be <laughs> it's just a yeah maybe something good happened and we can acknowledge it but when we hype it up into something beyond what it's supposed to be, it's almost certain to elicit a, a letdown. Uh, or you're going to have to go and quickly find the next high that brings you up, you know what I mean? Which I think is what a lot of people do. They're, they're, not, yeah. they're afraid to deal with the emptiness of their lives. Yeah. That, that they really don't have any depth to them. And I mean, I know it's, it's, it, I'm not trying to put anyone down. No, for sure. And, and for sure. People, I think that's an interesting conversation, though. I think it goes back to kind of that distraction conversation, you know, instead to to fill that emptiness you know people are people we're we're turning to we're turning to video games we're turning to smoking weed we're turning to you know just avoidance avoiding the real problem we are i think that's really the key i mean that's one of the keys that's one of the definite keys to it all i mean i really and again it's a day-by-day struggle man not to get caught up in that hyper uh, expectations or, or yeah and 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 to because i think what happens is those 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 hyperness that hyperness those hyper qualities that we try to you know uh, keep going on it eventually just leads us emptier and emptier and then we got to go a little further and got to go a little further and, mm-hmm. and it just it's never it's those needs are never met yeah in terms of just our own our own feelings and our own emotionality yeah. and all, those things can never be satisfying yeah you know how I've, I've described this described this to to my one bro a while ago and it was and we and we, we related to it on such a high level and and it's this conversation is making me remind is reminding me of it it was like once you've achieved something up here and then you've achieved something up here when you're when you're just achieving when you're achieving anything below that it's like you're setting like you're setting a new expectation you set yourself set a new expectation for yourself of like i will only be happy when that's right that's right you know and and if you and and then you can get in caught in the rat race of like you get all right i gotta do this 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 and that in order to accomplish that and then i'll be happy it is a rat race you know so can i give you the christian perspective yeah yeah it's that we are only and that's why i think it's kind of 
why I said to you before, I don't want to take any credit for my those opportunities that open up because they are a gift. If I recognize, yeah. if I recognize that the things that are really neat in my life and really exceptional are a gift, rather than something I'm just, you know, just grasping to get in that next high moment. Yeah. Um, it's giving. It's recognizing that God is the only one who really truly deserves that kind of. Um, he deserves my willingness to give him the credit for anything, not my own. And and when I'm giving him credit, the Bible calls it giving glory to God, really acknowledging him. Then I'm then I'm kind of really putting myself in the right place because then I know that hey. I didn't. I mean, and and I don't want to just feel self-satisfied with a conversation I had with someone, or I want to really recognize and gi- giving thanks. Right. Isn't giving thanks such a vital thing? Yeah. If we stop giving, <laughs> I think I told you about a student I meet, and she gives thanks. She says she gives thanks every night, but she doesn't know who she's giving thanks to. <laughs> she gives thanks anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, incredible. I mean, That's uh, incredible. But even just recognizing. That you're meant. I think giving thanks is a really humbling thing, man. Thank you, God, for bringing this person along. Thank you for that opportunity to share. Thank you for the things you were showing me about myself as much as maybe maybe I needed it more than the other person mm-hmm. did in that conversation. It's always a recognition that uh, we're never to take anything for granted, nor be just trying to achieve our own self satisfaction in these things that we're pursuing. No, it's not about us. That's a hard thing to live. You know, that's a hard thing to accept. It's not about us and uh, my fame and glory <laughs> and the adulation I'm going to get. But that's what that's what right. um, you know. People are, are so hyped on all that. Oh, are so hyped on it. Yeah, and it's hard not to be because it's kind of pleasing. So hard it's not pleasing to be. up to a certain extent, but I mean, very temporarily. And then, like you said, you got to go reaching for the next one. You know, the next high. Yeah. Or the next big achievement. Yeah, and getting and getting hyped on your achievements is still a good thing, right? Getting getting excited over over accomplishments is still something I would encourage. Like, I think you can appreciate them, but I think appreciate can, them. Yeah, I think you can be, but be thankful. But just think of these people who are in the limelight all the time, and they're always getting the you know always getting this adulation from the crowd, from the people that are cheering out there. It's it, it kind of feeds into ego <laughs> to say the least <laughs> right yeah it feeds into a, a sense that oh wow i am really i'm pretty great <laughs> yeah i think you know getting and i don't want to i don't want to use donald trump as the ultimate example but you know he gets off on on the adulation he gets he gets yeah. off on that it's yeah. kind of really yeah. it's what keeps him pumped up and keeps going <laughs> if all of a sudden people start saying to him you know hey listen bud you're not so good. You're not this. These things you're saying shouldn't be said by somebody. I mean, if 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 you lose that audience, <laughs> if if someone takes over number one on the hit parade or on the you know the top singing the crop group, well, woo. <laughs> so there's always a sense of, of the possibility of you tumbling down, and uh, not being up there again, up there. And I mean, I know that. Um, I know that I don't have I don't have to be caught in that trap. If, if, I, right. if, I, if I see right. what it is, it's a choice. I'm just glad for the uh, one-on-ones I get with some people, and maybe you know that I have an opportunity. I want to be thankful for those things, and, and I don't want to be caught up in oh wow, I wish I I wish more people would like me. Or, <laughs> 
all those kind of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. You want to be, that's part of, I guess, the whole thing we're talking about is being liked by others. Yeah. Being, you know. We Attaching be, your identity to others. And that's kind of what the they The perception they, by others. They say that's one of the big problems with Facebook because everybody's getting these likes, right? Or they are, and if they don't, it's, it's even more disgusting with Instagram and TikTok. Is it? Yeah, well, it's even all more that disgusting, stuff, yeah. man. It's so people want to be, they want to be acknowledged, liked. You know, all those things are. I mean, it's kind of human, but I think it. We're we're trying to get it at a very superficial level in that way. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, beginning of July of uh, of November. So I was driving north to visit my, my family up in Owen Sound. And I was coming out of this. It, the clouds were really heavy and really kind of had this brooding quality, skull, skull, you know, scowling quality to them. And I get up to this town, um, Durham, and uh, all of a sudden I noticed they've had a pretty good snowfall. It was hardly any snow. There was a bit of snow between now, there and now. Uh, there and uh, between there and, and Durham, here and there in Durham. But all of a sudden, the sun came out, and I'm driving through town, and I got up to the, the top of the town and heading further north, and there's quite some really neat hills and real vistas, real, you can really see out. And, and the sun would just came out in this tremendous burst of sunlight, and it was on, and all the snow on the ground and on the trees, and it was like a transformation. I came out of this kind of overcast grayness into this bright light, not bright, just bright light, but just the, this beauty. It was a beauty. It was a transformation. And I think that God is wanting to do that in all of our, in our lives. He wants us to have that kind of a transformation, a totally new experience and outlook. I mean, I think I've talked about transformation, right? And that doesn't mean it always, it's always going to be easy and, and, or that we can even just accomplish it. We can do this and it's going to work. But... It shows us, I think, what our Creator is after. He wants us to be transformed, even in terms of some of the things we've been, many of the things we've been talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. A transformation of our outlook on life, our, and, and, and a getting away from this egotistical kind of a mindset, and, 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 and just showing that kind of pure love, that, uh, you know, that innocent love that those young children show us, and really getting out of this whole domination, control, manipulating people. And uh, just using them for our own purposes. So it, it is a transformation, and, and I, I really think if people get once they get a if someone gets a sense of that, man, I'm telling you, they're gonna really they all know that even if there might be some difficult times in between, you don't want anything less than really recognizing that. You know, you get out of your own sense of your self-importance <laughs> because a child has no sense of their self-importance. You know. Yeah. They have no yeah. sense of that. That young child, it was such a great example, Jesus, and he used it on a few occasions. One time it says he took them in his arms. Well, we're meant to value that uh, that reality. And our own self-importance, man, gets us in, it's, it's an ego thing, gets us in a lot of trouble. It may not, if you're thinking that's the way we're supposed to live, you might think, well, that's how it's supposed to be. I'm really supposed to be a self-important person. That's, but it will eventually, uh, it'll be our downfall. And it'll be the world's downfall if we think we're begging, uh, building a super, uh, a super civilization that can outlast anything. <laughs> no, I, th- I, I, I agree. Like I think, um, I think, um, 
I mean, I, I mentioned this to you briefly, but like, I was kind of going down, you know, a path that like I didn't want to be going down, you know, and then I just kind of, I just kind of had to, I'm, I'm so thankful I, you know, realized it and, and checked myself and addressed it early you know and i think and i think there is there was a lot of signs there were a lot of signs that kind of came to me naturally that was like there were that that whole realization you had about being a student (laughs) that was the first step that i think that was the first that was but again it was a recognition and that meant you didn't have to try to pursue something that was yeah it looked like it had a lot of energy and a lot of great Mm -hmm. things about it yeah. But it didn't. It wasn't as. In fact, it was probably leading into a. a it really wasn't. Bad place. It wasn't as good as I thought it would be. No, because you saw the dark side to it, right? Yeah. And that's what you were. I think it was just last evening. You said you were reflecting on that, right? It was literally last night. Which shows me, again, the timing of you and I sitting down and talking tonight. Because mm-hmm. incredible. I mean, it is the it's timing. Incredible. You had that experience last night. Yeah. And I think there are. I, some of I've them, had a lot. I've had a lot. Pretty much, pretty much every time I have an experience that's along this sort of this sort of level, you know, this this uh, experience really within myself and super deep. I will. There's usually like a, a a moment shortly after where I'm talking to you about it. Yeah, well, it has <laughs> happened quite regularly. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I put a check on on something. You know, I I I was concerned. From my perspective, I was concerned maybe about some of the direction you were going in with the, with the videography, some yeah. of it. And but I, I didn't want to really. That's super cool. That's super cool that you're able to recognize that. No, I did. Well, I think at one point I said, "Is remember we talked one time about are you doing this to serve others or just to serve yourself?" I think we talked about that. Yeah, one just, I was super open about the fact that like it, it was it's been kind of selfish. Yeah, I think right? you were, and I think I think that's what you're you're continuing to get. It, again, I think that's what our when you have really good conversations with someone you care about, it triggers those those uh, those rea- those recognitions or realizations, right? A hundred percent. And and but it's a, it's it's hearing an ongoing. It, hearing it out loud has helped me so much. And but it's a it's a continuing process. Don't think we ever we ever no, get out of it. Sure. There's no finale. Yeah. There's no there's like I said like we were talking about. There's no moment that like it's all this is i got it all together now because then we're right back in the same trap right right (laughs) i've got it i've got it together yeah Yeah. i know i know yeah it's a great thing man i'm telling you we have had i mean listen i don't want people out there or whoever's going to listen to us to think that it's just about you and i but i mean we've we've had this is i think i think this is going to serve a lot of people this i I realize our our experience of of connecting has has to do with everything that this whole uh, this whole uh, podcast is about. Yeah, I mean, and it, and I mean, it it couldn't have happened in a more uh, amazing way. Yeah, you you were you were gradually getting these recognitions, and 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 then it just helped me to really even uh, crystallize more completely some of what I wanted to talk. You know, share about tonight. Mm-hmm. Sharing. Yeah, sharing. It's sharing, not just talking at people, but sharing. Hopefully, in ways that. Yeah. Other people will check their own, uh, you know, their own, their own sense of where they're at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Tell the story. Tell the story of the of the the kids that heard the heard the, <laughs> the bells start ringing. I was over- let you tell the story because I thought the story was just like like literally when you told me this story, which was yesterday, by the way. Um, 
I, I, I had a realization in that moment while I was looking at you. I'm like, I'm like, like I'm just, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Well, we should never, we should never lose sight of again. I'll get back to the young children. The how much wonder they can bring to our lives, and yeah. and there can be some pain involved too. And but, but what I mean that so there, there's this a couple uh, women and a couple young children. And they're coming across the railway tracks, uh, you know, by the light rail tracks over by uh, E5, you know. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the two girls, they were about 10, 9. They started singing Jingle Bells, but in, in I don't know if it was Mandarin or, or Cantonese, I'm not sure. But they were singing in either Mandarin or Cantonese. So they was, I, but I could tell by the tune what they were singing, okay? And they were kind of jumping and laughing, you know, and they were having a great time singing this as they cried. They were obviously in a moment yeah, of, of yeah, pure yeah. joy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they come past me, and as they come past me, they're not singing it anymore. And I started singing Jingle Bells in English okay so first they looked at me they were kind of startled it was like this old this old but like, I know. it's like the old dude on the corner <laughs> and it's like you're like a little a little chinese girl you know walking <laughs> singing jingle bells in a different language and then and, you then you go around this corner and then all of a sudden you look up and there's this there's this figure i know i'm know? kind of looming above the yeah, big white yeah. beard you know <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden I love that. when they got startled then they both laughed they yeah. both thought wow they yeah. Both were yeah. really, really. Uh, they experienced a second moment of joy. Yeah, it kind of sh- it startled them to begin with, but then they got into it, you know. And I thought, wow, was that ever neat? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I well, love I think that. that's, I think that's, um, you know, young kids and, and and the wonder that's available. I, I mean, I think it's again, it's a gift. And it, I mean, again, I couldn't, I could never have made that happen it had to it had to be just that moment they were singing that song mm-hmm. i think they were singing it because the railway uh you know signals you know it was the, the the sound was kind of you know it was going and that probably reminded them of jingle bells i don't know you know the the, the, the sound of the uh of the warning there at the railway tracks and uh maybe that's why they started singing it man but it sure it sure allowed me to get into their their moment yeah <laughs> wasn't that i mean it was so neat i love it i know i, love it. I wish someone else would have been there to see well the par- the two parents saw it but uh, it was really something cool yeah yeah but uh, listen there's a thousand and one moments waiting uh, waiting for us out there if we if we can i met this young girl downtown kitchener one day with her mom and she was so engaging she was about three or four so engaging she, and then she went by me, and she looked back, and was smiling and waving. And then they came back, and she was still that way. So I asked her mother, well, what's her name? And her mother said, Harmony. <laughs> Harmony. <laughs> so I had a harmonious moment with that little girl. She was three or four. She was so exquisite, man. I mean, she just had this spontaneous sense yeah. of engaging at a, mm-hmm. as a three. She never met me before. There I am looming above her, but... And there are some ki- children that are like that, man. They just are so engaging, yeah. even at a young age. They yeah. can't, they can't hold it in. They're lessons in life, I think. They're mm-hmm. lessons to meet those, have yeah. those experiences. Yeah. I love it. Is there anything else? Is there anything else you would? You I, really I'd like want to leave it. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think, I th- we, I I think, think life. Incredible. You and I, you know, you're in kinesiology. I've said this to you a few times. Life yeah. is kinetic. There's always something yeah, going. I on. was actually just about, like, I was about to mention that. Still, the the kinematic, the kinematic movement of the world. I'm telling you, it, and it is. It's dynamic, but it can be. It can be. 
the the world some of the stuff we've been talking about that that the world push it can get into a um, a frenetic or frantic kind of energy where everything just has like we were talking about being hyped up that's yeah. one but then there's that other kinetic activity where things really happen there's a movement something really meaningful occurs and again it's not like we're always always living at that same level but I think those moments that that movement that whether it's in what you know or, or, or having a really wonderful conversation or, or with someone or just seeing the, the vitality what's going on in nature around us the changing skies the birds some days man it just about overwhelms me when i see it when i when there's so much going on in 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 uh, in nature it just about it just it, it hits me the sun comes out it moves behind the clouds everything is kind of happening it's a really you know and it, sometimes you get it on such a hyper uh, an, an increasing awareness of it you really realize man this creation is really amazing it's kind of speaking to us I don't think kind of, I think it is speaking to mm -hmm. us. Sometimes yeah, very subtly, sometimes it just, it just is meant to really bring us into a, re a recognition that this creation here is pretty amazing. Let's not take it for granted either, you know? Mm -hmm. And the relationships we get, other people we get a chance to relate to, it's the same thing, you know? Let's not take them for granted, right? That, maybe that's another point, eh? Let's not take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. Let's not, let's yeah, not get definitely. to the point where we get... Gratitude. Yeah. lead with gratitude that's right taking yeah. something for granted man which is what i did in my marriage years ago um is one of the worst things we can do <laughs> i think mm -hmm. and uh entitlement or you know or we get we get into that state of emptiness again or uh, before long that's where we'll be but having a real recognition of things that are there for us gifts that we've been given that's where we get what's on this cup in front of me joy <laughs> <laughs> joy yeah yeah i think that's probably as far as we can go that's amazing well man. we can always go further we could always go further. always we could always go further we'll be talking now. here till this this, this time tomorrow yeah, night yeah no we'll definitely have to you know do another one you know sometime it's, sometime i really appreciate you you know you and your time you and your friendship you know everything everything we've uh we've built between each other and you shared I appreciate you sharing everything you shared, you know, to to the camera, to the to the people that are going to be able to to watch this and yes and hear it, you know. Well, it's I think special. I think it was I think it was kind of it was building up, and I, you know, I was writing I, down these things. This is super special right now. It was really building up to something yeah. tonight, and uh, um, just to to really try to convey a sense of what life is about, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't mean that in some kind of pretentious way, mm -hmm. that there is a meaning to it all. It's not, we're not just living in this, hot, like, like one philosopher said um, back in the, in, in the 20th century, he says, he, his point was, why is there something instead of nothing? <laughs> in other words, why is there this existence? And yeah. this, this, why is there this and not just nothing? How is, there, how is it? And other people have pointed out, that we're living in a in a in a realm on the earth here, and, and, and in our relationships, we're living in a realm um, that was meant is meant to be. Even our, our the con kind of consciousness that we have as humans, that can appreciate the creation, can appreciate relationships, 
can, repeat, can appreciate um, the need for transformation, all these things that we can share at a, at a human level. I mean, that, how do you really explain all that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? It could, yeah, could it just yeah. happen by chance? Well, how could that be? Is it just something meaningless that we're going to just live a few years here and then pass out? Or is there something larger going on? Is there something much larger going on? And I think human consciousness um, and, and the whole thing of being able to share that with other, share those, these things with other people really show us that there's something really vital in it all. And I think it goes beyond just our human existence here on the planet. It just doesn't end in some final, you know, that's it, bye-bye. It's, it's something much more awaiting us. That's how I see it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Incredible. It is. It is. It is incredible. Yeah, like, 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 yep. Just, um, yeah. The way the way you can even attempt to put it into words, I think, is is super um, inspirational. Well, we get an opportunity, you know, uh, Alex. We get an opportunity, and uh, it kind of gets back. To, I, 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 I want to be. I want to be in that kind of. Um, that mindset, that consciousness, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't just treat it as um, something inconsequential, or meaningless, or, or Definitely. just. I wanted to. I, I think it's shown me time. I've uh, been shown time and time again. It's not inconsequential to be able to have that ability to share about life on a on a on a level that I think we are meant to share it on. We're meant to. Mm-hmm. That is a meaning. That's something I'm quite convinced is is a, a very revealing thing. So may we uh, continue to um, have that opportunity, whether with one another or with others along the way. Mm-hmm. And if we can keep that uh, focus off our own uh, self-centeredness and, uh, and, uh, and on the other, I think we'll, uh, we'll eventually, oh, we'll continually find opportunity, we'll, we'll continuously have, continually have those kind of experiences. That's what I mean. Yeah. And get off our own little ego, statistical sort of notions and ideas and goals, and and really recognize uh, the wonder of little children and what they're meant to tell us. <laughs> All right, I love it. I love it. Thank <laughs> you, bro. Thank right. you, man. You're I welcome. love you. I yeah. love you. Yeah. I love. I love. I love, I love what we've been we yeah. we built, man. Yeah, thank thank you for coming on and sharing. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.